I think most people that I deal with that do podcasting, it's because they've had a bee in their bonnet for a while. So yeah, do it because you can't not, because you would regret it if you didn't. Welcome to the Hustle Rebellion Show. We are on a mission to prove that being busy all the time does not always lead to success. We are business owners who are ready to stop wasting energy so we can be more productive. This podcast will give you the steps to stop hiding behind the hustle so you can start living the life you want. I'm your host, Heather Porter. Well, hey there, guys. We're in episode number 53, and I have a guest for you in this one. So as you can tell by listening to this podcast, I'm a big fan of podcasts, and especially for expanding your network, getting a foot in the door with interesting people, but just having great content to share newsletters and social media. So I thought it would be a really great opportunity to bring this guest on the show. So I want to introduce you to Olivia D'Souza. Now, Olivia does podcasts for people, but before that, just a little interesting side path here. She's a singer, you guys. So she has sung all over the place. She also sings for a children's, I think it's like a children's show that she was saying to me. She's done Portuguese Fado, which is like sung widely in Lisbon. I remember when I went there and you could hear it in the streets. And she sings the intro to her own podcast. <laughs> so just a side note, so kind of cool, right? But she actually does podcasts for people, you guys. So from coaches to radio stations, she supported entrepreneurs to land radio gigs, speaking engagements, and really incredible leads all through podcasting. And she has these really great easy peasy podcast packs on her website where you can get her to do as much or as little as you want. So all you guys need to do is show up, speak into a mic, and then she'll put it all together and put it out there for you for the world. So that's who I have on this episode. She's going to talk to you guys a little bit about her background, but mostly around podcasting, who it's for, some tips around it. But she also has some really great tips around of course, stress and overwhelm, because that's what this show is all about, right? So how do we live a better life? And so she has some good little pointers for you on that one as well. You guys ready to meet her? Let's go. Welcome to the show, Olivia. I'm really excited to have you here because you have such a really amazing background that I know my listeners are going to love to know more about. So how's it going? Oh, I am so, I'm honored to be here actually, because I've listened to your podcast and I love what you're doing and I love your podcast. So I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, you guys, we'll get into what Olivia does for her clients shortly, because I know you love to know that and all the beautiful tips that she's about to share. But as you know, I always start the show with some simple tips on growing businesses and specifically growing a business with less of that hustle and grind in a smarter way that helps you, you know, get out of bed in the morning and go, I feel okay. I don't feel so stressed every single day. So we'll talk about your business because my gosh, you have such an interesting background, which we'll get into as we go. But with the business <laughs> you're running right now, what are a few tips that you do to keep it all together and work a bit smarter? Well, I guess one of the things is backing yourself because there's so many approaches and strategy really is important. Like I think that is important, but there's so many different strategies and so many different ways you can go that I think for me, hustle, and if we're trying to avoid hustle, hustle to me feels like fear. It feels like maybe I'm not doing enough. Yeah. And so <laughs> so I think part yeah. of it is getting back to, to backing yourself. So some of that's just self-care. You have to actually do the work on your business, but sometimes some of the work is looking after yourself, whether that's just your nervous system, 
regulation stuff, whether it's yoga or, you know, EFT or number of things you can do for that, or just simply believing and backing yourself with the approach that you choose to go all in behind. Love it. Good tip. (laughs) What else do you do? What else? Oh, yes, that was my number one. What was number two? (laughs) I know, right? It's like, there's more. (laughs) As I said, there's different ways, okay? Whether it's like you're going to get behind TikTok or Instagram or whatever your thing is. Obviously, mine is podcasting. So for me, the tip and my approach is one of my favorite, favorite things (laughs) about podcasting is that it does so many things for you. But one of my favorite things that it does is is the networking like we're doing totally. right now. Like it blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically how I started myself with podcasting is is when I joined a business networking group for a business I was looking after marketing at the time. And we needed to get to know the local. It was very much targeted at the local clients because we okay. delivered within that area and we wanted clients that were B2B. 10 employees or more and joining the Chamber of Commerce, I'd done it, to be honest, I had done it earlier. I'm going off on a tangent, but I'm a bit passionate passionate about this. You're good. (laughs) I joined before kind of just visiting things without commitment, to be honest, and you go there and you pass business cards and maybe follow up and say, how are you going? Do you need anything? Are you thinking about switching suppliers, all this sort of stuff? But we decided at one point, okay, this is where the clients are. We really need to get serious about networking. And so that's when I started podcasting because I did it together with networking and it was my way to be able to reach out to people other than, hey, (laughs) do you need a new supplier? (laughs) This time it was giving them value. Would you like to speak to my audience? I had something of value that they could be become known to, you know, common clients. And I got speaking gigs out of that. I was invited to workshops and it started people finding out that I knew about podcasting and sort of ended up where I am now. But I ended up getting all these opportunities out of it that I hadn't even foreseen. And I see that happening with clients now and just meeting you right here. And what better way to build your audience than using other people's audiences, right? And if you've got something to give, because I'm a big, big believer in reciprocity, like if you're going to be able to use someone else's audience, it's great if, you know, you can offer the same. So that's one of the things. Okay, so podcasting. And then the other way it reduces hustle is the fact that if you do what we're doing now and you have your video on, (laughs) (laughs) just the value that you get because often, you know, you just get into conversation and you're getting passionate because people draw these things that you're passionate about that sometimes if you just picked up the camera yourself and went, I've got to create content, you know, I've got to sell myself, it can be hard for some people. Yeah. But if you do a podcast, then you tend to get more into a flow and then you can chop that bit up. And that's a lot of what we do is like the podcast management of chopping all the bits up, getting the gold out, doing you know YouTube shorts and reels and TikToks and stuff like that. But also the transcript. I mean, that is such a gold mine for copy, whether it's for your website, whether it's just for your social media manager to really understand you better if it's for copywriting, which is part of what I do as well. And, you know, the graphics, the quotes. Because you'll end up saying stuff, you'll, you'll say things that are absolute gold and it's all there. So if you're doing a weekly podcast or whatever, you might be doing, you're constantly creating more than the podcast. So It's so good. And if you get support around that, uh, outsourcing, yeah. <laughs> then that's less hassle because you're doing the one activity that helps you 
with your networking helps you get in front of other people's audiences as well, if you use it that way, and helps you create all the other content for all your other channels. So so smart. And that's exactly why I started this podcast because I was feeling, actually, I was feeling quite lonely growing my business. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to meet really amazing, beautiful people in the world. And this, what's a great way of doing that? And so the networking piece, I totally agree with you. And I love the repurposing that you said as well around like, it just helps you create content, especially if you film it, all the snippets and things you can take out of it. So good. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So you have a really interesting background because we briefly chatted, but it's also on your website as well, that you have a background in singing. And I think for kids as well, like before we go into what you're doing now with podcasting, I just quickly wanted to segue on that. So did you start as a singer? Is that how you got into what you do? It helped because I was already, you know, playing with audio and recording things. So it certainly helped with that side of things. I've been singing for, I was actually singing all my life. I always, even as a child, I was my secret, my big secret. I loved singing. I just wanted to be a pop star and I just thought that was so (laughs) embarrassing. I thought it was so embarrassing. So, because I thought, oh God, no, you know, it's so hard to make it and no one does and how embarrassing. And I actually didn't come out of my shell until early 20s. I got dumped by some guy and I needed to, (laughs) I needed a new focus. I needed to get a life. And my mum had heard me sing and been quite shocked when she heard my voice. She got tears and she said, why don't you sing? Why don't you join the local band? And actually segueing into what you mentioned before we hit record about the Portuguese father, being a Portuguese background, that was a way that I could join a band because there was one in the local Portuguese community. So it was a nice little safe um, And I remember people saying to me, well, the first gig that I did with them, are you nervous? And I remember feeling like I was supposed to be nervous, but I wasn't. It was like I was home. Yeah. So I think whatever your passion is in life, you're you're meant to do it. It doesn't matter whether it leads to, you know, (laughs) being a famous pop star or what it is, but it's your thing. It's your gift and gifts are meant to be used, literally. So what's the name of your podcast again? Magnetic Pod. Okay, guys, so if you want to hear Olivia sing, you have to go listen to her <laughs> podcast, Magnetic Pod. She sings at the beginning, so you can hear her. <laughs> so how did you, like, singing into what you're doing now with producing and helping people with their podcasts, how did that happen? So, as I said, I started it with when I was working for a, a business, and yeah. then I ended up leaving after having children, went on maternity leave, and I'd just been there for so, so long that I just felt really stale and I just really needed a change. And I guess people asked me and I was doing children's music. And so I'd done podcasting and I loved children's music, which I'm still doing, by the way. Look out for Livy Livy on Spotify and YouTube is launching very, very, very soon. I need probably in the next few days of these gorgeous animations. I digress. (laughs) So I ended up working for a while for Little Rockers Radio and managing the Rocking Motherhood podcast. And, you know, people just saw me doing podcasting and I'd been doing different things, like VA type work, but I wanted to narrow down more. And so it ended up with podcasting, I guess, because I love it because you can go so deep. You can. You can go so deep with it. And people that I tend to work with have a big message and they need a podcast. (laughs) They're just made, they're made for it. Oh, so good. So we're going to get clear on how you work with somebody now. Mm -hmm. If you can think of a case study or just somebody you worked with recently that you loved working with, I'm happy for you to give them a shout out as well if you want. 
but talk us through sort of the before and after. How did you, like literally step-by-step, how do you work with somebody? Right. Well, gosh, there's so many. I listed a few because I couldn't pick one, but (laughs) I will choose Vicky, lovely Vicky from the Viscosity podcast. No, actually she changed it to the Get Unstuck podcast. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Because, yeah, anyway. And she tried to do it herself. She had met me. She, I'd run a, a workshop and that opened her mind to what podcasting can do. And she knew that she wanted to do it for her business that she was launching. But she just wasted hours and hours trying to do it. <laughs> she mentioned it in the book that she's written recently. And yeah, she wasn't getting anywhere. And she realized that time is money and that she just yeah. went, I'm going to reach out to Olivia. And I helped her with the launch and what she's ended up and she's been continuing with it but the interesting thing that she's done is she has used the podcast as a research tool that has formed a book oh so <laughs> and they know you know they say that everyone should have a book so I think that's a really interesting thing is that she's now got this wonderful book out there that she's using to promote herself and that also helps get her on on podcasts as well and on other people's podcasts. Yeah. But that's been a really interesting thing to see how much she's grown along the way. Yeah, there's been different ones. There's been some people do a soft launch and some people do a go all in launch. So there's some if they put everything behind it that will that will rank their podcast and get it ranking in the in the top five or if they follow the marketing strategy. So that's something that I've been able to do. But just watching clients do things like get known and then end up landing an ABC radio gig or a Wow. What else has happened? Or just uh, Suzanne was telling me that, yeah, through her podcasting, she's ended up getting, being invited to run paid workshops and things like that. So it just opens up opportunities. And also the other feedback that I get from my clients is that the leads that they get tend to already be really warm by the time they reach out because they've already had you in their ears and quite an intimate connection that, yeah, that it's high quality leads. Hey, Hustle Rebels. Did you know this podcast is brought to you by Website Love? That's my business. To help you cut back on the busyness in your business, a good place to start is to get your foundations right. I have two gifts for you to help you get your website working better. Watch the video masterclass, Six Things Your Website Needs to Get More Customers, or download the Ultimate Checklist, a 14-step plan to patch the leaks on your website. Just visit hustlerebellion.com now and scroll down to get access. So do you literally help somebody from concept to actually editing, to posting, to distributing? Like, do you do everything? What pieces do you do? Yes, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, I thought so. So everything. So basically just brainstorming. Now, some people might have a fairly clear idea, but a lot of people have known for years. Often people think about podcasting for a long time before they feel brave enough. Yeah. And sometimes I just think it's nice to have someone to talk to, just to see if you're on the right track, yeah. throw around ideas, know what steps, because it can be overwhelming. I mean, I oh, I have a checklist, by the way, so <laughs> your readers can Perfect. have that. <laughs> but yeah, it can be overwhelming knowing what all the steps are. And sometimes it helps to have a, a real person to just say, okay, just do this one step next. Yeah. And just do this one step next. And then, so yes, I help with the launch. I help advise on how to market it if they're aiming to rank and go for a big grand opening style straight away. Yep. 
and then just give feedback and touch base. I'm available via voice memo. You know, you can just box her in between and nice. if you've got any questions. And depending on what package people go through, I've got sometimes I'll touch base once a month and it can be just that thing to say, okay, did you reach out to anybody? Have you done any next steps? What do we want to do differently? And yeah, that kind of thing. So, and also all the repurposing, that's a major part of, of what I do. Like you said earlier, like the YouTube shorts, if they're going to do video and yeah, kind of do all the different pieces off of the episode, the transcription, all of that. Yeah. You do all that stuff. Yeah. The transcription, yeah. Yeah. copy, it depends on which package they go with, but yeah. yes, you can get captions, you can get as in captions for your social media. Cool. As well as obviously the captions that go on videos, as well as graphics and quote cards and the whole kit and caboodle. The whole thing. And you do it. That's so cool. So (laughs) I want to talk tips now because obviously you work with a lot of different people in the podcasting space. You would know a lot of what works, I suppose, right now with podcasts. So what are a few tips that you can share with people to entice them to say like, yeah, I really want a podcast. Like what are some things that are working right now? Well, I think... I really just think starting because there's, <laughs> there's so many, because <laughs> I don't want to overwhelm people with yeah. with tips. I think start messy and I mean, basically I, I would say I do aim to create content that helps your ideal listener or the sort of person that you want to be a client. So you you are mindful and there is strategy in your in your approach with that. But one thing I'd say is decide how often you want to do it. Okay as far as if you're going to do a weekly one or fortnightly, and then brainstorm. And these and there are so many tools for helping you with brainstorming, but just make sure you've got enough topics for, say, for example, if you're going to have a yearly podcast, then make sure you've got at least 50 ideas. So you can change them. You don't have to stick to them. It's not set in stone, but then you have, then that gives you peace of mind. And personally, there's different approaches. There's not one way to do this, but my personal one, is I like to encourage my clients to have at least two months worth recorded before they hit publish and launch. Smart. <laughs> so there's people that will do it. There's more than one way to oh, skin a cat is not a nice saying, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> some people will go live once a week and repurpose that or whatever. But for most people, I think it does work to get ahead of the game. I tend to do four in a day and And so I know I've got enough for a month and just so that you're not panicking. Yeah. So. Nice. I agree with that. (laughs) Nothing like batch creation of content. (laughs) So yeah, what you're saying right now is I love the tips. You know, it's like, just start, be messy. Because if you wait to be perfectionist, you're just never going to do anything because you're like, oh, I can always learn more. I can always like study this person or wait, I'm not like this person. So I shouldn't do it. You know, like you get in that self-talk cycle. And you're allowed to, I remember, I think whenever you follow your passion, you learn from it. For me, it was singing. And I remember yeah. being taught, make as many mistakes as you can, as fast as you can. And really, the reason I'm able to help people today is largely, it's not all just because of the stuff that I did right. It's also the stuff that I, you know, the things that went wrong that I learned from the sound issues. And then, oh God, how am I, okay, how am I going to to fix that when I have two people <laughs> live in this? <laughs> We've got to get their levels the same. And Oh God. You know, all <laughs> so yeah, mistakes are okay. Mistakes are okay. Yeah, you improve as you go. Are there any businesses that a podcast would not work for? I really think it's more that it just has to be something that you, it suits mostly people who have a big message who care about something deeply. So I guess if you 
don't have a passion for it. I think most people that I deal with that do podcasting, it's because they've had a bee in their bonnet for a while. So yeah, do it because you can't not, because you would regret it if you didn't. I think if this is planting a seed and you're thinking you might want to do it, then it's worth having a go. But uh, I don't believe in doing any approach because you think you should. I think it should be something that excites you. I love that you said that very, very much. And I think I'll piggyback off of that and say like, if you are a disruptor in your business or if you're unhappy with how your industry is working or there's just something unique and different about how you're bringing what you're bringing to the world, like that is, that's like the perfect place to talk about it. I mean, I think about like people that get brave enough to go on LinkedIn and then they start posting sort of like thought leadership pieces and then they get hooked on it. It's those types of people that have this message that's finally like bubbled out. And, and I think podcasting is such a great place to share it and expand on it. Because like just in your sort of background, I mean, like, yeah, you can put it on YouTube if it's a video, but do you know how many podcast directories are out there these days? Like how far could your voice actually go if you had a podcast? Oh, <laughs> it's <a> big, right? <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot, obviously, too. Yeah. I love what you said the story that you told about the <laughs> Melbourne Cup when you came to Australia. How good is that? <laughs> <laughs> I think, like you're saying, just go all in. And yes. even if you're doing it in inverted commas wrong, like you dressed wrong for the event, yeah. <laughs> it did it. There was no bad outcome from it, was it? You no. met people and got opportunities from it. And I think that the same goes for, for life, for podcasting, for, for business. It's yeah. go all in, embrace it. So I think podcasting gives you a freedom of expression that you're talking about. And the other thing also I've noticed is some people, I'll follow some people on TikTok, for example, where they'll say, I'm not going to talk about this particular topic because the comments will be vile or whatever, (laughs) but I'm going to talk about it on my podcast. So Uh, they feel a little bit safer. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Valid point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I like that. I think like one thing, guys, that, yeah, podcasting is great for networking. It's it's almost like a diary as well of what, kind of where you are in your life. And it helps you refine your voice and how you want to be in the world. I mean, there's just so many benefits. And there's just like these weird little opportunities, like you said, paid workshops and things that come out of it that you never, you don't anticipate will happen. So obviously, you're preaching to the choir about podcasts because I have one and I love it. And I think I just take this moment, if you are listening to this and you are thinking like, yeah, you know, why not? Why not me? Why not now? Then Olivia is an amazing resource. She's here in Australia. If you're here in Australia and you're listening to this and you just want to have a sounding board or, you know, she has multiple packages to help you. So yeah, I mean, you know, I like to bring on really great guests here that will help you grow your business smarter and definitely leverage is big. So podcasting could help. (laughs) There's my little plug (laughs) on podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're going to go into overwhelm for a second. I really like to know about tools, apps, hacks, mindset, things that you do in those moments of overwhelm. What do you do when you're overwhelmed to get out of it? I find, I think just being honest and having someone to talk to personally, I... yeah. Yeah, I've had moments of overwhelm and I've really just sought someone that I can can share it with because you get in your own head and you overthink and you go around in circles and build things <laughs> build things up in your head. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, yeah, just understanding yourself, talking to someone who has empathy, well, just sharing it. I mean, like, 
uh, I'm sure Brene Brown has a quote for it. Yeah. <laughs> Something about Yeah, she probably won't, yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I know empathy heals shame. This isn't shame, but empathy heals a lot of things. So I definitely know that that's what I've needed in points and that's what's helped me. I think also yeah. just understanding yourself. Yeah. I had a bit of an epiphany last year when I realised, like many people, <laughs> they're coming out of the woodwork. Oh, my God, that, you know, watching social media posts about ADHD and go, oh, that sounds a lot uh, like me. Holy moly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so that is something that has helped me understand like I've had different passions, as you know, with the singing and the kids' music and different directions. And I've at times gone in different directions in my business or wanted to do so many things. And that can be overwhelming. But realizing that's my personality type. So whether it's a, a diagnosis or just a personality or whatever you want to call it, I think understanding and working with the way you are can help with overwhelm in a way. It also yeah. helps. If this makes sense, for example, if I know that I want to cover different things in my podcast or different topics, I now say, how can I bring that in and how can I make it part of a puzzle that works together rather than fighting the way, fighting having different passions and fighting having different interests? Because if you have different interests and you want to do them all, that's overwhelming. But if you say, what can I do now? What can I leave to later? And what can actually happen together to make something even more unique and interesting? How can I use things as a superpower? Once you understand yourself better, you can go, okay, knowing this, how can I hack it? How can I use it better? How can I not try to be the same as everyone else? How can I realize that I am made this way for a reason? So I think understanding how you are and working with your personality can help you feel less overwhelmed. Oh my gosh, that was so beautifully said. You know, my sales guy has ADHD and he, we always have chats. He always says, now Heather, remember, I don't respond on email because I can't, <laughs> like I can't do it. And what I love about him is over the years, he understands his strengths and he's very honest and open about who he is and how he's wired. It's kind of what you said, you know, it's like overwhelm can be this really full on thing that comes over the top of you and hangs on to you. And a lot of people are fighting things that are not necessarily in their strengths or in their wheelhouse. And that's why you get overwhelmed. So coming back to who you are and your magic and how you're wired and embracing that is really important, I think. Mm. So thank you for sharing that little story. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So I want to talk now around podcasting again as we start to wrap up and to bring it back to you. And I know this is a really crazy question and I love to ask it because it makes people squirm. Oh, no. <laughs> but the, que- the question is, Olivia, what makes you extraordinary with what you do in your business? <laughs> that is such a hard question because <laughs> at the end of the day, like, and I've always, this has always been hard, even when I was working in other businesses and it was more about what's your point of difference? What's your yes. unique value proposition? <laughs> and everybody says the same thing. Everybody says, our service. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not terribly original, but but I think it is really that it's me, <laughs> it's me. Yeah, it's just that it's more than a service. It's more than just doing the things. Yeah, I will literally be there 
with you and be someone that you can talk to along the way. So if you are wanting to start a podcast and don't know where to start, I can do all the things for you and deliver great value and great quality and all of those things. But I can also reduce your overwhelm. I can help you get clarity. I can be someone to bounce ideas off so that you aren't overwhelmed, so that you know which direction to go, so that it's easy. Basically, yep. I'm, I'm here to make it easy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I call it on my website. There's the yeah. easy peasy podcast packs because that's often the reason I go back to providing services, although I am looking at talking to people about I talk to my clients and getting feedback from them. What do you need help from, whether it's like podcast guesting or, um, you know, courses to teach you how to do stuff and stuff like that. But I, I often go back to services because people need it and because you know, if you're going to be a CEO of your business, your life and everything, who to say? Chief everything officer. It's oh. not, it doesn't mean chief everything officer, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to do it all. Do it yeah. strategically. Do the things that move the needle. Yeah. Just, you know, hit record. Say all the stuff that's on your heart that matters to you that, that's going to create all that gold and then just drop it in a Dropbox file and move on and do something else, you know, go big, big. Go follow your big visions and I'm here to make it easy for you. Brilliant. Love it. So where do people start? Because you mentioned a checklist, I think, earlier. What's a good place for people to start? Yeah, I'll share the the checklist of how to start and launch an, a successful podcast. So cool. I can, if you can put that in the show notes. Yeah, we'll People do. can grab that. Yeah. yeah. And people can reach me by my website, which is Livy Music Media, L-I-V-V-I, musicmedia.com, or it's Livy Music Media everywhere. That's the handle, like Instagram or, yeah, wherever people send me an email. It's pretty easy. Any platform, just talk to me. <laughs> Perfect. So if you guys are vibing with Olivia and what she's saying and her energy and who she is, then definitely, 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 this is your little knock-knock wake-up call to go and contact her. You know, can't hurt, right? If you're thinking about a podcast, certainly I will tell you from experience, you do not ever want to look at your face or listen to your voice again once you do. Once you hit record, <laughs> you want to hand it over to somebody that knows what they're doing and just make magic with the message that you have said. So. Yeah. And you could just say, oh, edit that out. Edit that out, please. Yeah. yeah. You can, totally. I can take out all the ums and ahs and outtakes and it's fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so as we wrap up, are there any last little thoughts, ideas, things that have come to you in this conversation that you want to leave our listeners with? It may be cliche, but I think it's so true. Just believe in yourself. You are enough. Just back yourself. Yeah. Back yourself. Not cliche. A great way to end the episode. So <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for being here. As always, it's been a, a beautiful conversation. There's always these little golden nuggets that come out of it. And I hope this has inspired you to perhaps, whether it's a podcast or not, get your message out there and be you more honestly and truly and embrace who you are. So thank you, Olivia, for being here. I should say Livy, <laughs> now that we're friends. And, um, thanks for sharing all your beautiful words of wisdom. Thank you, Heather. <laughs> hey, Hustle Rebels. If you enjoyed tuning in, you have to check out hustlerebellion.com. It's where you get access to the special resources mentioned in these episodes and can watch the video versions. If this episode gave you a few tips to help you run your business better so you can live a more joyful life, please rate and review it and pass it along to a fellow business owner. As always, thank you for your support. <laughs>